Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Hey there, welcome to episode 21 of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking with cash flow expert Doug Peterson about how to stop the struggle with your finances. Doug is a 37 year entrepreneur, and 17 of those years was an, as an executive coach. And over the years, he noticed a major problem that many people have with their finances that he and his wife were able to overcome. And now he has turned that into a system to help others. This was such a fun and meaningful conversation. I loved it, and I hope you will too. Enjoy. Doug Peterson, welcome to the podcast. I am so glad you're here with me today. I'm bummed that people don't get to see us because we're both just like smiling like crazy because I adore working with you. And so it's fun to have you here. So can you tell everybody a little bit more about you? How do you how do you spend your days and your and your nights these days in life? Oh, well, I have uh on the work side, worked on building a business that I could do 100% remotely from anywhere for anyone anywhere. And so my, my work day typically starts out with exercising in the morning and then heading to the office. I always take an hour and a half nap lunch every day. I See, this is, this is why I learned from you. <laughs> I'm all about a nap. <laughs> and there's a lot of data on why our brains are designed to stay up the way we do, but that's something that I learned years ago, actually from a high school teacher when I was in high school that did it. With, that was amazing. Then I usually work till about five or six o'clock, depending on what I want to do. And uh, in the evening, my wife and I make dinner and kick back. Sometimes go see the grandkids. I've got a two and a half year old and a five and a half year old, two granddaughters. Uh-huh. And that always takes up about half a day on the weekends. And just lately, I finished a two year long project building a 60-foot by 13-foot high trellis and then 24 feet of continuous sheds on a hill that dropped down. Now, uh, I've witnessed I've witnessed those sheds. They are impressive. <laughs> I want you to come build sheds at our house. <laughs> well, I'm ready to be done. This was, oh, dang this was it. way more than I thought it would take. Oh, I got to you too late. <laughs> dang. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and, and also, you know, you've been known to karaoke, right? <laughs> I do enjoy karaoke. And another part of the backyard project, and this started with COVID, um, was it kind of inspired me to make a place where people could meet because people weren't meeting. And I think we were all missing that. Yeah. And so I built the Moonbeam Lounge, which was named after my 50th birthday. My daughter made a sign and we had a 50s theme and put up walls and heaters and lights and a a hot tub and a bar and TVs and actually two TVs. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I had them. So that's been a lot of fun. So that's that so cool. And a common meeting place for the neighborhood and for the family. That's awesome. I love how you're you're creating what you're wanting and, and knowing that 
not just for yourself, but for other people as well. That's oftentimes how like, I think a mission and I think a purpose and things like that is like, it's for us and the rest of the world, right? How can you how can you do both in your life? And even the Moonbeam Lounge demonstrates that about you. I think that's so cool. Kind of the fun part too. I got moonbeamlounge.com, which I haven't used yet. I've got mugs now with merchandise. So we're just uh, just making it a fun thing. I did not know there was merch. I'm going <laughs> to, now I want to, like hoodies. I think there should be hoodies because you're outside, right? Like that would be good. Blankets, yeah, like. Good. I All think I that could be good. Cups right now, that's the only merch. That well, I have we can put we can put that logo on anything, right? <laughs> oh, I do have I, a logo and, as well. <laughs> and we can drink anything out of those coffee cups. Right? Yes, yes, it doesn't have to be purpose. coffee. Okay, all right. <laughs> They're vessels, regardless of what you put in it. During the day, I just tape a tea bag on the edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like people don't need to know what's going on in that mug. <laughs> there you go. This this was cocoa for I'm holding up my mug now, but this was this was cocoa. So I'm curious about you though. Well, I'm always curious about people, but I'm I'm curious about your journey because you've spent 37 years in entrepreneurship, right? Like a number of different businesses that you've started and sold, and all these, and and not only that, but a number of different businesses that you've helped people grow and help people nurture. You were a leadership coach, or wait, wait, let me give the right. You were an executive coach for 17 years. But over the past couple of years, you made a shift in your focus. So can you tell me more about like what those 37 years of entrepreneurship, the 17 years of coaching, or that includes those 17 years of coaching, like what is it that you were starting to see or what is it that you noticed over the years that led you to make a shift and what was that shift? Well, it's, some of it's personal and some of it's professional. On the professional mm-hmm. side, uh, I had been helping people with their businesses. And over time, I thought I wanted to make a bigger impact in their life. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to think of what would that be? And I thought of what's a huge problem, what's been a problem for me throughout my life, and that I have a solution to. And then how can I really sell that to the top 10% of people that really can use it and make a difference? And so what mm-hmm. I picked was personal finances. And while I've done work with business finances and cash flow, um, this is ignored. There's really no model for it that people just help you do that. They're looking mm-hmm. at getting your banking business or selling you a HELOC or refinancing your house or selling you products or managing your investments. Neither of really could do those things. Mm-hmm. So I just felt there was a huge need there. I wished someone was around when I was making lots of mistakes to help <laughs> me be more on top of it. But the biggest thing personally was that I thought, geez, if you're good at coaching and mentoring, and I really look at that as collaborative problem solving. Just when someone comes beside you with your best interest at heart, but isn't have an emotional load, you can get a lot more done. Yeah. But my wife and I, um, we've been married 40 years and I never felt like we were on the same page financially. We would leave conversations just hanging mm-hmm. like, okay, we both, I know we, we want to go there and I don't feel like we can go there, but I want to go there and you're not that interested. And it just felt unfinished. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, we got on the same page for the first time. How and how did you make that happen? Like, what was it? What what do you think it was about 2000 that time in your in your relationship that time in your history that 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 you were primed for that? How did you know? Well, you know, sometimes we fall into stuff by accident. I actually started this program using a pro, uh, app called Wineab in order to get better at travel hacking. 
going in. Get, and that's miles. that's Y N A B, right? You need a budget. Y N A B, yeah. Y N A B. And so I got introduced by this woman who was teaching. Here's how you get airline miles and travel hack and stuff like that. So I started using the product. I went, wow, this is pretty good. And I had been through the Dave Ramsey thing and taught it to my kids. And mm-hmm. so I taught them. So that's like kind of like the envelopes concept, right? Where you're like, st- I mean, I know it's not cash and envelopes anymore, but that same kind of theory. Well, actually, he still teaches cash and envelopes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. But anyway. Yeah, it's very similar where you actually make a bucket, right? You decide, Mm -hmm. you take all your money and decide where it goes. And when we did that, she made a comment. She said, I thought I would lose control. Now I have more control than I've Mm -hmm. ever had. Mm -hmm. And it just, I thought, this is going to make a difference in marriages. This is going to make a huge difference in stress and health. And I've had several clients over the years, about 20 over the last 17, 18 years, that I've helped with this. Because mm-hmm. their cost of living just kept going up, or they just weren't paying attention, or they were so busy they couldn't handle it, mm-hmm. so or they just didn't deal with it. So yeah, that was it, a long-winded answer. No, uh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's great because I. It's interesting because I was going to uh, ask you about you know what was uh, that. Oftentimes in the in the coaching space, we say. You know, if you spot it, you got it, right? When you see a problem out there for other people, you often probably have that problem too. And I didn't even have to ask you that. You you saw that in yourself, that it wasn't just everybody else, but they were like, what's my own thing that I have worked on? And and what what is my thing that I've put in place? And so what I love about you is that you are teaching what you actually practice. And I think a lot of times there are programs out there. There are things that people are teaching that they're not actually doing. And I know because I worked with you personally to do this, to get this in place. My wife and I worked with you. Um, I can't say that you saved our marriage because our marriage was very new. But I do have to say, I do have to say that if we would have kept at it the way we were and got into five, 10 years down the road, we might have needed you to save our marriage. You know, and it's not because, and we, I feel like we have a very healthy relationship, but we were not on the same page about one of the resources that can do the most for us, our money, you know, besides our time, right? Like our money. And so we were on the same page very much on so many things. And it wasn't even like, it was like, we didn't even know what page each of us individually was on. Right. And so in working with you, it helped us identify the pages that we were on and then find our common ground. And I think that my wife felt the same way that your wife did about losing control, like that the budget would be too controlling it, you would lose control. And instead, what we've discovered is having a system to see it all and make conscious choices has helped us have more freedom. Because then we're deciding what to do with our money instead of kind of just like it just goes out and we, we're not being thoughtful about it. It's way more empowering that way. So can't say you saved my marriage, but in the future, future at least says that you would have. <laughs> well, hopefully it improved communication. Oh, absolutely. Well, because that's one of the things I, I want to talk with you about is what have the, what's been the biggest impact for you and your family in getting these systems in place? Because when it gets down to it, what you're teaching people is a system, right? It's not, it doesn't matter what tool it is. They could, there's lots of tools out there, but you're teaching them a way to engage with information and have habits around it. And that's the thing. Like that's the power of it is the way to engage with it and the way to think about it, not a tool itself. So with the systems and habits that you've put in place in your life and work, um, and for your clients, what have, what are some of the biggest wins you've seen? 
Oh, boy. Uh, I guess a lot of satisfaction around my wife and I have a meeting every week. And I tell people nobody got married or woke up Saturday morning wanting to do more administrative tasks. Yeah. We do that every week. And at the first, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, we got to do our meeting. But now we've found it so much easier because we anticipate things. We work on fun things and trips we're going to do and home projects, plus all the regular stuff that you really don't want to do Thursday night when you're tired and you have a deadline of Friday. So. So one of the biggest things has just been working together, and it's moved us from opinions like we can't afford it or you're spending too much to, well, what should we take that out of? Here's what we've got. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. took all the emotion out of it. It took all the angst out of it. And, of course, we all can't get everything we want every day. Right. So you have to make choices. But it's really, really made a huge difference in our lives. And well, I think and the thing Because they've said, I can sleep now. We talk easily about money. We never brought it up before. Uh, I'm making progress. I've cut out a whole bunch of spending that I didn't even realize we were spending that didn't really change our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like nodding over here like crazy. <laughs> like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, the, I want to rewind real quick because you said like we we have to make choices. And the thing is people don't. That's that's the problem. And that was the problem for us is that we weren't making choices. We were just spending. And I don't we weren't even spending a lot, but we were just spending without making conscious choices. Like we were making choices, but they certainly weren't conscious. And we certainly weren't thoughtful about how the choices we were making today were affecting longer term goals, like fun goals, right? Like a trip to Paris and things like that, right? Like, so being able or your or, you know, uh, season tickets to the storm or, you know, uh, a season pass to Stevens so that we could go skiing with our family, like all of these things that we could make possible if we were conscious about it. And if we made choices about conscious choices about what we were doing. There's there's one other aspect and that's being proactive versus reactive. So you're conscious that you're, you're deciding where your money goes before you spend it. And actually you're only spending money you have. Yes. People think budgeting is a projection and they're going to project and they don't hit it. So you need to be able to real time adjust and say, wow, you know, that we didn't expect that. When I had my children replaced and then I got shingles and then things took a turn for the worse and we got bed bugs, that kind of exhausted our emergency fund and we decided we're going to use our vacation money to get the new bed Mm -hmm. without going into debt. Yep. That that part about only spending the money you have, like how basic is that? And how often do people not really grasp that, right? Like we have this constant idea of like just borrowing ahead. And, and it actually happened with us the other day. So we do our family meeting every week and we love it. And when we don't, when we haven't done it, it the week does not feel good. Like it feels like we didn't wrap up our week well. And what are we doing? What's happening? So it's like, we love our family meeting. And I love what you said that it's about doing things together, making decisions together. And one of the things we do is review our, our systems, our money systems, and uh, that you helped us set up. And the other day, we had an overspent category. And my wife said, Oh, we'll just take it from next month. And I was like, No, <laughs> but it's just so it's so still wired into people's heads to just like, oh, no, but I'm going to make up that money next month. And it's like, but that's not how we do it. And so and she very quickly adjusted. But like, that's not how we do it here. We we only spend the money we have. And that makes all the difference in the world. 
Yeah, and you'll have a conversation where you really want something, and you go, where do we take it out of? You go, I don't want to mm-hmm. take it out of anywhere. Then you don't want it bad enough. Yeah. You don't want to give up that other thing. Yeah, and we've absolutely. And those conversations that, it's so funny, it's not coming out of my money. Well, it's not coming out of my money. <laughs> well, I don't think we wanted that bad. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And we've had that too, where, or, or she'll be like, just take out of my money. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. We're not taking dog toys out of your fun budget. <laughs> you know, that's well, not what also, we're doing. That's a choice too, right? Yeah, that's totally. Okay. I've I've given I've been like, you know what? That is like you get to choose that. That's your money. I, I don't get to say that. But my first reaction is like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, never mind. That's not my money. That's your money. You can do it with what you want. And I, so it's been it's been life changing for us and it helps us. We we really like doing life together. And this was an area where we were not doing life together. And now I feel like we are doing life together in all all areas because of our work with you. So thank you so much. You've made so you made our marriage better is what you've done. You've made our marriage better. So well, I am I wanna... going to disclose, you didn't tell me I couldn't do this, that okay. we went along so good that we did, did have you over to sing some karaoke. It was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. I can't wait to be at the Moonbeam Lounge and pour some wine in my mug <laughs> or that whiskey. You had really good whiskey too. <laughs> pour something in my mug and sing some more songs with you because that was, that was a blast. <laughs> Yeah, and I think um, that's part of this whole thing. You, you know, I did movie lounge like a fork. I, I didn't spend tons of money. I yeah. did most of it myself. It was fun. And I'm not worried about this being a Sunset Magazine place, but it actually is pretty nice, right? It's, it is. It's I love it. Decent. We don't have to spend near the amount of money we think to get joy out of life. Yes. And so many people work so hard to make money, and then they go out and spend it so fast. They don't realize they're giving up their life energy. And this is, we're doing almost exactly the same work. The only yes, medium for, we are. <laughs> for, for currency is our time and our energy. Mm-hmm. It's our life energy. So you want to spend that life energy on what? Working more? I don't. I like working and I right. want to work, but I don't want to work more than I have to to get the kind of life I want. Exactly. And so that's, that's where I do want to drill into just a little bit more. Um, as you know, one thing, one last thing before we wrap up, and that is, you know, I came into this work with you kind of pre-wired for that concept of get it all known, prioritize, decide, because yeah, that's the work that I help people do in my business. So how have you, like when people aren't, don't come in with that mindset, because for me, I was like, click, click, click. Yeah, this totally makes sense, Doug, let's do this. But if somebody isn't coming in with that, but they know that they want to make the changes, it takes time, it takes habits, it takes repetition, it takes all of these things. How do you get clients to actually do the work? Like, how do you get them to stay engaged with this and build the habits they need to build in order to feel in control of their money and enjoy their life? It's it's a process, and one of the things we all know that behavior change takes time, and it's more mm-hmm. than twenty one days of moving the waste basket. It just oh, yes, time. yes. And Thank so, you for saying that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so it's practice. But one of the things I do is there's a whole different skill set: getting things set up and cleaned up. And I, I like to say at first getting all their ducks dancing on the same beach, and then we put them in a row. And I ask them to be a little bit patient, just take three to four weeks of the three months program to really get things organized. So that now I can have a context. I don't want to just teach mm-hmm. the, the ideas. I want you to have a context of your own spending, your own life, and your own categories that make sense to you in the way you want them to be. And we talk about that a little bit to try to keep it simple. 
and then we practice. And mm-hmm. we practice each week. And one of the nice things about this is I can tell if you've done that thing. Yes, you can. <laughs> and, and, and I say, if you don't want to do this, so, so here's, this is really the crux of it. This is a lifelong behavior change. If you don't want this to be a lifelong behavior change, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because then it'll be an expensive class. If yes. you do it as a behavior change, which is a simple behavior change, but any change is hard for people. So it's a very simple change, which is just instead of spending money and moving on with your life, you spend money and jot it down in your phone in 10 to 20 seconds and move on with your life. Mm-hmm. And then once <laughs> a week, you spend the time you were probably already spending paying bills or looking for bills or... Or stressing. Whatever. Or stressing, because that's what I was doing. I was stressing and trying to make it work in the systems I had created that were not working, right? So I was spending way more time. I was spending way more time stressing and trying to develop systems around this thing that I just, I had a block on. I had a money block. I could develop systems for anything, and I could not develop a system for my money. It's become really complex. It's extracted painlessly. We don't know the money's coming out of our accounts. We have subscriptions. We have Venmo, PayPal, Amazon, Zelle, all come through as PayPal, Amazon, Zelle. We don't even know what mm-hmm. we got. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they, the financial industry has done a really good job of figuring out how can we take money out without you noticing or feeling pain. So mm-hmm. how do you get your arms around it without it being this giant task? And most people do it at one shot, like, let me figure out where I am. But then in four days, you're in a different place. Mm-hmm. The system I use, you know where you are all the time. All the time. All the time. And Which is extremely empowering. It's extremely empowering to know where you stand at all times. Because then you, you can make choices. Make, yeah. But you have to make the decision that this is something that's worth it. Mm-hmm. So if it's not worth it, I tell people, let's stop. Let's refund the balance of what you've paid. You can always start again, but let's not, I'm not here to change you. I can't change you. I'm not that powerful. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough to change myself. <laughs> you're not Oz. You're not the all-powerful Oz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm more of a swim instructor than a lifeguard. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All coaches, all coaches, right? <laughs> we, yeah. That's what we do. We are swim instructors for sure. Oh my gosh. I, like I said, I am, we've been so, not just me, but me and my wife, we've been so profoundly affected by your work, you know, we started out with really focusing on our personal budget. And then that led me to shift how I look at our business. And I I don't even like saying budget because it doesn't capture our personal financial systems, our personal cash, cash flow systems. Um, to get that in place led me then to want that in my business and get it set up there. And so you helped me do that as well. And it is just, it's life changing to not, and that that may sound like hyperbole to people. It may sound over the top, but I'm, it's not. I have always worried about where was the money and how was I spending it. Even when I have an abundance of money and even when it's short, it doesn't matter how much money I have, the worry was always there. And it's just simply not there anymore. And that is a ton of energy that gets to go to me doing what I want to do in the world and spending time with my family and having the impact I want to have. So I just can't thank you enough for all that you've done for us. It's my pleasure. Aw. Aw, you know I adore you. So I like to... Well, actually, can I ask you just one more question? Yeah. I I feel like with what you've developed around personal cash flow for people, it's really that's part of a bigger plan, right? Like that's that's a, an important component of what you're doing in your life, but also in the world. So 
you have talked before about a life plan and I'm just curious, like what, what, what is that about and how does this fit into it? Uh, well, that's a, that's a great question and, and kind of a big question, but the idea is back to being proactive versus reactive. We can't control mm-hmm. what happens in our life, but we can be intentional about mm-hmm. what we want to do. And so I started out just saying, you know, well, what do I want with the idea that if you don't have energy, if you're exhausted, you can't take care of anyone else. And then what about my wife? It's the most important person in my life. And what I want is just what's about me. You know, it's going to be my faith, anything that's really not including everybody in my family. Like nobody else does karaoke. That also fits under the recreation category. But to go through them quickly, I put it in order. Myself, my wife, and my kids, my parents, my friends and family. With the idea that if you had six months to live or three months to live, that's probably where you'd spend all your time. Absolutely. Right? With Absolutely. Being part of what you're, if you have one, part of your mm-hmm. personal, part of your spirituality. And then I got into recreation. What do you do that fills you up? Not exhausts you, like going on a vacation, you have to go back to work to rest. Some, sometimes right. that happens. And then contribution. What do you do to give back? And then profession. Mm-hmm. How do you create a profession that allows you to live that kind of life? And that's been a lifelong pursuit. I wrote this plan when I was 38 in 1994. And I've been working on it ever since. And how how do you feel like you're doing? How are you doing on your plan? (laughs) Well, I'm a human being like everybody else. Yeah. My fitness, I could certainly use losing a bunch of weight. But my health is good. And the only other area was financial independence I haven't hit. Because it didn't have anything to do with building an empire. Yeah. But I'm on track for that. Yeah. And so, not to uh, mention all your free travel that you do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The 1.2 million airline miles come in handy, except when COVID happens and then you don't. Yes. That's true. But But still, now you're ready. You're primed and ready. (laughs) Primed and ready. Yep. In fact, we're taking the family down to San Francisco because there was a a death in the family. So we can afford to, you know, take everybody down there, which is easy, which is great. Yeah. And in, and in alignment with your plan of, of your family first and, you know, of, or family being a you know, top priority and getting to use the resources you've created to make things happen that are important to you. But the lifelong pursuit with this life plan has really been to figure out what's my greatest strength. Mm-hmm. If you have a faith and the word enthusiasm comes from ethos, which means from God within. Mm-hmm. If you're more on the secular side, it's your greatest, it's your natural strengths and gifts. Mm-hmm. And I think we all enjoy being there. So by by mastering finances, you can eliminate an issue or challenge that's totally optional if we're willing to learn the skills. Mm-hmm. So we can focus a lot more on what we are here for and love to do and doesn't feel like work. And wait, basically. okay, wait. I need you to say that because you basically struggling with finances is totally optional. Yes. I like, I hope everybody just heard that. And then if you heard that and went, oh my gosh, then just start back from the beginning and re-listen to everything because (laughs) you're going to hear how not to do that anymore. Like that's what we've been talking about this whole time. So if you just heard that struggling with your finances is completely optional, then yeah, go back and take a (laughs) re-listen and then contact Doug. So actually, go ahead. With a caveat, right? If you don't have any money, you know, it's difficult. So Yes. But, you know, we we make so much of it difficult. Yeah. As a society, we live beyond our means and mm-hmm. don't realize how much of a price we're paying for that. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. I see it all the time. The stress and the struggle of it all the time, which is why I'm glad I have you in my back pocket 
to be able to send send my people to whenever I, whenever they need you. So say somebody needed you, how would they learn more about you and what you do? Where should they go? Well, my company is GetPriorityStraight.com, and um, that's a mouthful to type out. But if you just want to have a conversation, you can go to ScheduleWithDoug.com. There's my phone number and my calendar, and we could have a 10, 25, or 45-minute conversation that's no cost and just just understand where you are and what you want to accomplish and what your concerns are. It would be completely confidential. And if it makes sense, um, we can talk about what the next steps would be. Awesome. Yeah, I have to say what I appreciate about you is that you're that in those in that conversation that you and I got to have, we kind of knew each other already. But in having that kind of more official conversation, you're just so helpful and guiding and kind and understanding that in an area where I was feeling so insecure, I didn't feel insecure working with you. I never felt embarrassed. And I never felt like I was doing something wrong. You were always and it's so funny, because I kept saying, Oh, my gosh, you say the same things I say to my clients. I'm like, you're exactly where you need to be. That was perfect. Great job. You know, like, you're just very encouraging and supportive. And I really appreciated it in our journey. And I know that's just who you are and how you operate. So uh, I'm so glad you could be here with me today. So I have one last request of you. And that is I always like to provide a question of the week to get people thinking about something they could do this week to move their life forward somehow to move their life plan, you know, forward in some way, shape or form. So I'm curious, do you have a question that has been helpful to you to keep you kind of on track or focused or get you into action? Yeah, I have two questions. Oh, dang. Oh, we get we get a two for this time. All right, everybody get ready. But it's just it's two sides of the same coin. Got it. What is it that's giving me energy that I enjoy that I want to do more of that I can do more of? because mm-hmm. we can get so caught up in all the work we have to do we stop paying attention to that and the second side is what's draining my energy what's depleting mm-hmm. me where i can get some help and support or just focus on it and get it done instead of avoiding it which i i can do just as well as anyone else <laughs> oh yeah we can't we all can't we all like we wouldn't be doing this work if we were perfect right we, we do this work because we like to learn and explore and experiment and try so well, Practice make better, not perfect. There is exactly. Thing, of course, I can tell. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You, Progress, not perfection. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned the compassion. You know, part of that just comes from going through it. Yes. You know, in my twenties, I had a couple of business, and I had business failures, and I had to quit cleaning my house and go bankrupt and voluntarily repo my car. And that's pretty humbling. And but any financial stress, it's kind of like what's worth tooth pain or back pain. They both hurt. So mm-hmm. any kind of stress, we like to get rid of. So yeah, this is just one that I found is a, a huge area that is in need of help. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you're here to help people. You're amazing. Me Thank too. you so much Aww. for being here today. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with me. And again, you can find Doug. What were, Where was the fast, easy URL again to talk to you? The easiest way is just to go scheduledwithdoug.com. And awesome. And get on my calendar and... I believe there's a link to the website there too, but it's getpriorityscraight.com. All right. So if anybody out there connected with any of this and you feel like, oh, struggling with money is totally optional, then I think it's time for you to reach out to Doug. Thanks again, Doug, for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Didn't I tell you this conversation was going to be good? You know, it was hard to just pick three, but I want to share my top three insights with you from this conversation with Doug Peterson. Number one, in order to be intentional with your finances, you need to stay current. 
I totally get this because this is what I teach people to do in my GIST programs is to stay current with your life, current with what you want to be doing, current with your resources, so you can be intentional about your choices. And that's exactly what Doug teaches people how to do when it comes to their finances, so that you're not spending money that you don't have. And that when you're making choices to spend your money, you actually feel really good about it, not just in the short term, but in the long run. So that's my first insight. In order to be intentional with your finances, you need to stay current. Number two is I love his approach to the fact that this kind of feeling of we're never done growing and learning. You know, he talked about his life plan and how, you know, he's on track, but there's still work that he's doing because we're all human beings here. But that doesn't mean that we can't enjoy the journey. He prioritizes enjoying the journey, enjoying the current moment with his family, with his friends, with his clients. He prioritizes that out of ev- above everything else. And this allows him to stay out of the trap of having to make more and more money in order to be happy. He is happy now and he is growing and he is creating financial independence for himself. It is a both and situation. So I love that idea of never being done, always growing while still also enjoying the life you are currently living. And the last one, it just was huge. It was mind blowing for me. And it's so simple, but not easy. And that is struggling with your finances is completely optional. I'm going to say it again. Struggling with your finances is completely optional. But I do have to say that Doug actually does make it easy because my wife and I have worked with him and he's amazing. But what I also love is that when I was kind of highlighting that from him, he also acknowledged that sometimes we will struggle when we don't have enough money for the essentials. And that really is struggle for us for, for any time we're in that moment of life. And so I appreciate that he acknowledges that. So he's not making some sort of blanket statement to say that you'll never struggle with finances. But after you have the essentials covered, right, that struggle is not necessary. So regardless of whether you have just enough or more than enough money, if you have had a stress and struggle relationship with money in your life, I really encourage you to reach out to Doug and schedule time to get on his calendar. And you can do that again by going to schedulewithdoug.com. There's also a link in the show notes to help you with that. So tell me, who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Would you do me a favor and share it with them? Better yet, I would love it if you would tell me what your you know, your top three insights are and post them to your social channel and share this, whatever, whatever channels you want to, but share your top three, one to three insights from this episode on your social channels so that others can benefit from this episode too. Thank you so much for doing that. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. And until then, keep moving forward what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at eliseenriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.